My name is David Strickle, and I share the eternal consciousness of Source, known as the Stream. We are here to challenge your human programming, those limiting beliefs and feelings of unworthiness that you may be carrying with you. We are here to show you that you are loved, you are worthy, and that abundance is always available to you. Whatever belief system you've created for yourself up until now, we are going to ask you to set that aside for a brief period during this interaction. We ask that you open your mind to new ideas, perhaps ones that may seem radical when you first hear them, and use your own critical thought to sort through them. We will share a new technology with you, a human technology, one that we have proven to work for people all over the world. We will not ask you to just believe, but rather apply what is being offered in your own life, your own experimentation, if you will. We will never ask you to follow rules or worship anything. Your experience here on earth is your choice, always. We are offering a new path for humanity, one where fear and judgment is significantly detuned. Humanities and even your own demons are diminished, and joy, clarity, and abundance are an achievable way of life for all. And it's all inside work, with tools you already possess, and have perhaps been taught to ignore because they gave you power. We are here to return that power to you. Hi, and welcome to the Stream of David Show. I am here with one of my favorite people and becoming frequent guest here, author and Taya Master Carrie King. Hi, Carrie. Hi, David. Thank you for inviting me on your show again. Yeah, we had, we were uh, talking and, and we had some uh, you know really great idea to come and share some Taya tips uh, as we often do with the audience. And it's funny when the the ohm came on, I kind of ohmed along with it. <laughs> and I muted myself for a minute, thinking, yeah, the listeners probably don't want to hear my ohm with the uh, the ohm that comes on before the show. But you know, a good ohm raises my vibration instantaneously. Do you do you ever hum? Do you practice the ohm? I didn't, but I do now, and I did the exact same thing. <laughs> well, it, it creates a frequency that does it raise does. your vibration, and it's it's a nice. We've been talking more and more about rituals lately, because in Taya, we we've sort of stripped all of the religion like <laughs> aspects uh, and, and made it a spiritual mindset practice for sure. And we're seeing now with uh, you know almost three years worth of graduates from Taya boot camp that we need to put a little ritual back into our lives sometimes just to be in the habit of doing these things that we know raise our default vibration and, and deliver a better life. So, uh, you know, a, a, a more detailed meditation practice and things like that is, is kind of what we're, we've been talking about lately. So I, I love, uh, I, I love making that frequency and, 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 you know, I, I, every aspect of that even though there's a lot of things about posture and things like that that I don't necessarily think are absolutely necessary for me, uh, the, reaching that sound frequency, the creating that hum frequency is, um, and I'm not using the fanciest terms because I don't know all that stuff because I don't really follow all that stuff, but I know it works because I feel it raise my vibration. So I'm the least spiritual, spiritual teacher you'll ever meet, I always like to say. <laughs> Which is maybe why I, I uh, remove a lot of confusion from people, uh, you know, as far as their spiritual practice goes, because it can be very confusing out there. And, and what I love about Taya is that we've stripped all of the the human creation away. Not that there's anything wrong with it, but we've taken all that away. We've really rooted the practice in universal law. And then that allows you to utilize any other tools you want to utilize because there's no rules in Taya. There's no code of conduct or anything like that in the Taya practice, but just having that basic foundation of knowing how to achieve a higher and higher and higher vibration and get more clarity and joy out of life as a result and, and ultimately abundance, then you can go about adding anything back on that you want. And, and those of you that listen all the time know that we have Taya practitioners on with all sorts of different practices and beliefs. You could, it's compatible with anything that allows other ideas in. So I guess anything that's not dogmatic itself uh, is compatible with Taya, right? Right. And 
that's exactly why I think I was drawn to this in the very first place was because I had read so many books and tried so many techniques and I was always like, well, I'm, you know, am I doing this right? Am I sitting right? Am I breathing right? And it was, it was at times overwhelming for me. So when I discovered, um, you and the Thai practice and realized that there was no wrong or right. I, it was up to me to make it my own um, and use the things that work for me. Um, that's where that the beauty of it all came um, around for me. Um, because one sitting and meditating has never worked for me. <laughs> I, I'm too uh, active for that. So most of my meditations are either walking or um, or brief sitting ones with the the sound. I love the sound, but also the breathing technique that you taught, David. The um, the quick release, the eight 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 breathing, which um, anyone can do, regardless of their belief system. Yeah, I, I'm teaching that on TikTok now, and it's gotten a, a lot of views and a lot of positive response uh, over there to the TikTok crew, <laughs> this spiritual yes. TikTok crew. There's, it's a you know, it's a pretty big audience, so uh, it's an interesting way to reach people with, with these messages and these teachings and little one-minute bites. So if you're on TikTok, follow the Stream of David on TikTok. In fact, this is a good point to plug a couple of things uh, in the Stream of David world. Uh, we are, uh, just as a reminder, we have this show that we do here on Home Times Radio that ultimately becomes a podcast as an archive for us. And if you are listening on a podcast provider, be sure to leave a review. It's, it's funny, I never think about asking for reviews. And uh, we were going over, uh, I, somebody invited me to be on their show. And one of the things they asked us to do to be on their show was to leave a five-star review in order to be on the show. <laughs> I won't name names, but I thought it was interesting. I'm not asking anyone for a five-star review. Leave the review that is your honest review on this uh, show if you're listening to it on a, on a podcast app. Um, because I want honest feedback. If you love the show, great. Tell me you love the show. If you don't love the show, I'm fine with you saying you don't love the show, which kind of segues us into our topic today uh, of, of navigating the holidays from a Taya perspective, which is really just all about keeping your vibration high. There's just a lot of stuff going on in the world right now. We're still uh, in the throes of, of uh, this thing called COVID, if you haven't heard about it. And I'm here in California where we're back on some sort of, we've been on lockdown in some way, <clears throat> limited services and things like that since March of, of this year. And we're heading back to a full lockdown and Carrie, now we have a curfew. Oh my. You know, I didn't even have a curfew as a child. <laughs> You wouldn't have followed I was, it. <laughs> I could have stayed out. No, I could have stayed out all night. And I did. I stayed out all night a lot of times. I remember in my teen years, you know, seeing the sun come up and deciding it was time to go home, maybe. And uh, so now for the first time in my life at 52, I have a curfew. <laughs> wow. And at 52, I'm not really going anywhere after 10 o'clock at night. So it's really not that big a deal. But still, it's interesting to have a curfew, right? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. So... Uh, do, uh, if you're listening to us on a podcast app uh, after the fact, if you don't catch us live on Ohm Times, and if you can, listen to the live show here on Ohm Times because we are on every single Monday at 2 p.m. Pacific live. And uh, it's, a, it's a great way to interact live with, uh, with me and my guests and the stream. So, uh, so do that. And if you can't catch the live show, they replay it a few times over the week. You can go to uh, ohmtimesradio.com. I believe that's right. Uh, and, um, and, and, and get the schedule and, and listen, uh, and more, it's more like an online radio station in, in that regard, but you can also listen to the stream of David as a podcast. It's, it's ends up being the same thing. So if you were listening on a podcast app, please leave us your honest review. I appreciate it regardless of how many stars you give. And if you are interested in seeing more, uh, of the stream, if you do not, uh, catch our live show. We have another live show that we do via internet video every Wednesday at 4 p.m. Pacific, and that is broadcast in the Spirituality Gone Wild group on Facebook, which is a cool place to be if you're not a member of that. It's also in the Taya Practice group, uh, which is my Facebook group, and on my YouTube channel, which is the Stream of David on YouTube. 
So you can catch us there live every Wednesday at 4 p.m. Uh, and we channel uh, every single week there. I have a, a co-host um, and we, we do live channeling and you can ask questions at the stream there. And also I am going to be in another event coming up on Saturday, December 19th, the channel panel. And we are going to uh, post uh, information. You can buy tickets. It's myself and I think seven other uh, channels are all going to do this two-day panel. It's Saturday and Sunday. I'm on the Saturday the 19th. You can uh, purchase a ticket for one day or two, and you're actually going to be on a Zoom video. Uh, so it's like a virtual uh, channel workshop, and you can interact uh, with the different channels that are on and ask questions and things like that. Uh, and there's going to be a discussion of the people who channel, and they are all going to channel, or I should say we are all going to channel whatever it is we channel. So uh, you'll be able to, to come and, uh, and do that over our Saturday and Sunday. And that's coming up on December 19th and 20th. <clears throat> like I said, I'll post information about that in our Facebook group, The Taya Practice, and on the Facebook page, The Stream of David. I think that's everything. Yes. That <laughs> so let's fun. roll into <laughs> holidays. So we've got, we've got COVID going on. We've got a, a contentious, to say the least, uh, election here in the United States. Uh, here in the United States, we have a holiday coming up this Thursday with Thanksgiving. Uh, then, of course, we have the, the Christmas holiday uh, and Hanukkah and all these things coming up. It's the holiday season, regardless of, of what you celebrate. You're probably interacting with people uh, around this time of year that you maybe don't interact with all the time. And maybe you're having to interact in a very different way this year because of the pandemic. I know a, a lot of these big uh, functions are going on anyway. And a lot of these big functions are not going on. So depending on what's going on in your life and, and what the, the belief system is around wearing masks and gatherings and COVID and all that, I'm not judging any of it. Uh, you, you're probably having a different experience this year than a typical holiday season. So Carrie and I are going to talk about five Taya tools to help you navigate uh, this, this season. So Carrie, the first one, and this was a big Taya tool for me, Stop needing to be right. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> because our that need to be right is just, a, it's rooted in feeding our ego. And there's nothing wrong with having a healthy ego and loving yourself and wanting to survive and, and, and things like that. But getting into arguments with other people, needing other people to believe the way that you believe and to, to you know, really argue your point, usually to no avail. That's, that's something that in the Taya practice, we learn the tools to drop that, that need to be right. I don't agree with your opinion and I need to be right. So let's argue about it and let's lower our vibration in the process very often. Right. This, and, and I've seen, uh, you know, in friends of mine and, and um, friends of, and their families, um, that it's divided. It's divided people. And, and how sad, because in two years, nobody's going to remember <laughs> or care, right? Yeah. <laughs> On yeah. a lot of these topics. So, um, yeah, that one was a struggle for me as well, David. And uh, when you let go of that, the freedom that it allows you to listen to someone else's perspective and really listen without judging it, without feeling like you have to correct them because it's their belief. And, and typically the argument's not going to change their belief. So um, what I found typically is just um, to listen. And then, you know, a lot of times I'll just say, well, thank you for your opinion. Or if I can't get out of the discussion, um, I usually try to either change the topic or move away from it because it's not worth fighting over there. You're never going to show them that you're right and they're wrong or they're right. And you're wrong. It's, there's a no win situation. You're right. You're right. And the, again, it's all rooted in you needing and not you, but <laughs> any of us humans <laughs> needing to soothe our ego. I should say we, needing to soothe our ego uh, to, by being right, it, you know, to probably, oh, I won the argument or, I, you know, I, I, I had all these facts and, and all of a sudden they're going to vote for a different candidate. No, that doesn't happen. <laughs> and it doesn't happen. The stream talks about us all, all the time. We, we all create our own bubbles of reality. 
So in one bubble of reality, these things are very true. And in another bubble of reality, the opposite things can be very true. Yeah. And, and I always try to, I'm sorry, go ahead. I, I'm sorry. I stepped over you. I was just thinking to lose a friendship or a family member over something. If you really take a moment to look at it, it's, you know, it, it doesn't matter in the big scheme of things. Yeah, and I've had that happen. I, I think I've, I've shared with, with some of you, especially in the mastery group, uh, that a while back when all, you know, all the COVID and uh, masks and no masks and all the political stuff was just going insane, not that it stopped going insane, it's still kind of swirling that way. But months ago, I posted something on Facebook and it was to my general audience, not to the, the stream of David page about there's value in maintaining friendships with people that have different views than you. And I actually lost friendships over that. Wow. I lost friendships. People were really upset about me saying things like that. You know, it was, it was really interesting. So I just was surprised at the outcome of something like that, you know? So that was, that was one where I thought, okay, you know, I don't need to be right about this. And if they want to cancel me, and that's, that's another very common uh, term that you hear these days is cancel culture. You know, if you upset somebody, if you offend somebody in some way, they're just going to cancel you. They're just going to, you know, you don't exist anymore. You don't get to speak from you. We just want to cancel you out of our lives because we don't, you don't agree with everything that we think. And I've never really been that way. I've always been open to other ideas. I used to be more politically charged, you know, when I was younger than I am now. Now I'm very much disconnected from the emotion of, of things like politics because I don't give it much power over my life. And when you don't, it's, it really opens things up for you that you, you know, if you take the passion out of it and it's just this logical thing and you're able to zoom out and allow people to have their perspective, well, suddenly there's nothing to argue about. Right. Yeah. So we've got yeah. we've got uh, four more of these that we want to go over. That was a good one to start with, though. But let's take a quick break. When we get back, we'll head to number two. More tips coming back with Carrie Keene. is changing lives all over the world. Listen to what just a few of our Taya Bootcamp graduates have to say. Taya practice has taken my professional life, me to a new level of abundance and happiness and joy on a daily level of existence that I didn't even know was possible. This work is profound. If you do the Taya Bootcamp and maintain a daily practice, you will fundamentally change your life. It changes everything about you. And it, it, it will affect all other aspects of your life, your health, your, your career, your money, your relationships. And I think that certainly has helped with my anxiety, with my mental health. I'm realizing that, wait a second, I do deserve the best in life. If you're ready to release fear and old limiting beliefs and learn to truly trust the universe to deliver all your desires, then it's time for you to join Taya Bootcamp. Visit thestreamofdavid.com forward slash TYA today and book your free discovery meeting. We are back with author and Taya master Carrie King, and we are unpacking our five tips to survive the holidays, <laughs> to maintain a high vibration over the holidays. You're going to survive no matter what. But number one was stop needing to be right. We talked about that at length uh, in the last segment. So number two plays right into that, though, and that is detune judgment. Because yes. when you detune judgment, you are detuning your judgment of other people's life experience. And, and when you're able to do that and you're not judging other people's experience, you no longer need to be right, which helps number one. And number two is... Whatever experience other people are having is not a negative for you any longer. This, this kind of goes into trying to save the world from itself or save other people from themselves or, you know, heal the world or heal the planet. We hear that a lot, especially in spiritual circles. And most of the time when I meet people that are trying to heal the world and the planet, what I discover is they're really trying to heal themselves. 
And I understand the benevolence behind wanting to heal others, but all healing is self-healing. And when we zoom out to a higher perspective and understand that all souls are here to have the experience that they are having, and if we take our judgment away from it, we can allow them to have whatever experience that is. And when we view the world from that level, suddenly the world is absolutely this beautiful, brilliant, magical place instead of this dark, awful, scary place. What are your thoughts on that? Um, yes, agreed. And and the, the most beautiful thing about it is um, when you remove judgment and you you really, it allows you to connect with another human being on a deeper level and, and really listening to to their life experience or, or what they're going through at that moment. And even without having to respond, that deep listening or that, that non-judgmental um, way of viewing it, really, it, it does something to the human. It, it's, it's this vibrational connection that you have on such a deeper level. And what I've noticed is it, it really affects the people around you, it, you know, um, from someone you care so much about, your family, which is, you know, as we said, going into the holidays, we're all going to have that time with our families. Um, but also just, you know, the random person in the gas station or whatever, you know, I, if you just allow them to be having their experience, whatever it is, you can move away from it if it's not your choice. But if it's somebody you love, like you said, going into the holidays, if we're going to go to um, Thanksgiving dinner at their house, if you just relax and sit back and don't judge the situation, just go there and have an intention to enjoy it, it really will affect the whole vibe of your party. It's amazing. Yeah. Yeah, you know, it's funny, there's there's someone in my life who um, that I see fairly often, and, and this person can be really negative, really negative. And I, it doesn't bother me that, it doesn't offend me or anything like that, but I realized that I was kind of dipping into judgment of it because I, I, I felt bad because this, this, this person I know has nice things done for them and they don't appreciate it, they complain about it. And I feel bad for the people that are doing the nice things for them. And I, I, except for myself, it doesn't bother me personally, but I feel bad for the other people. Well, in my judging of all of that, here I am feeling bad for, you know, this person for doing something nice and then, then it not being appreciated, being complained about. Uh, I know I'm being vague, but I don't want to get too deep into other people's personal <laughs> business here. And I realized that, wow, I'm, I'm not practicing what I teach here. I, I need to detune my judgment around this. It's amazing when you get these tools together that you can uh, just just in an instant change your experience with someone when you realize, oh, wait, I'm, ju I'm judging them. I need to stop that. I need to stop judging this whole experience and let everyone, you know, everyone's an adult here. And if someone is doing something nice for someone and it's not appreciated, that's not my business. And I don't need to judge it on any level. And I've been around uh, a couple of times since I've made that determination and the experience is a lot better, a whole lot better. Isn't it amazing how that yeah. happens? Yeah. If you're not judging it and you don't need to be right, you, you can just go and enjoy the experience and allow everyone to have whatever ride they're taking on planet earth. And if that includes being negative and complaining about everything, that's just how they are. And that's just their experience. Let's it's see, very yeah, transformative I, when you when you just kind of flip that little switch on with that tool, and it's, it's like, oh yeah, there's nothing for me to even concern myself with here. Yeah, I, I just, I absolutely, to me, those are the really big uh, miracles that I get to see in life every day, because it just it it it's so powerful, but people don't realize how powerful it is. Again, you don't have to say anything or do anything, just leaning back and don't judge it. It's so it sounds so simple, but yet it is so powerful. Indeed. Indeed. Yeah, that's a great tip. So number three is one of my favorite. Whenever you are observing anything and you feel your vibration start to drop, 
you, you, you feel anger, you feel resentment, you feel fear, whatever, any of those lower vibrational emotions, you know, are, are triggered by something. The first thing I do is ask myself, is this worth going down my spiral over? And I, I do it all the time now. It's a habit now where I will stop and ask myself that question. And I can't remember one time where I decided that, yes, this is worth me going down my spiral over. <laughs> Every single time I say, no, it's not worth me going down my spiral over. You know, if, if, if the house is on fire and somebody's life is in danger, maybe I'll go down my spiral. But other than that, it's not worth it. And, and, right. and creating that tool for yourself where you stop before you allow your vibration to plummet, because we all create obstacles in our lives. It's part of vibrational flow. We're talking about that quite a bit everywhere uh, lately. You hear the, a lot of that from the stream. So we're always going to go through flow through high vibration to low vibration and eventually back up to high vibration. And that time in low vibration uh, is prolonged by our negative reaction to it and our negative reaction to the obstacles that we create while we're down there. When we learn to meet our obstacles in joy and just enjoy the downward flow, well, we're not down there nearly as much when we do that. And when we are, it's, it's a very different experience to flow through low vibration uh, than it usually is when you have all this transgressor energy and all these triggers and all these things that you haven't dealt with yet in your life that are, are triggering for you and things like that. So now when I see something and, and now I know that if I see something and it starts to drop my vibration, I'm probably already in a little bit of low vibration to begin with, or I would have never crossed paths with something like that. And it certainly wouldn't have had that impact on me. So I've now created this sort of stop gap where I stop myself and ask that question. And by the time I've stopped and asked that question, I've already detuned the plummet. It, it just doesn't happen. It's a very powerful tool, but it's a good one. Yes, I, I do the same. And typically, um, I am not in the habit of asking myself the question, but I definitely am in, um, which is similar, is what am I feeling right now? Because I feel like um, that really helps me get to that moment. So am I feeling anger? Am I feeling sadness, depression, all of those um as we know, our lower vibrational feelings, which is down the spiral. So I do the same. And then typically if I am unsure, I just do take a deep breath before I engage. And as you said, just even that will reset me and go right back up and say, you know, this, I either I won't engage with that person if it's somebody I don't know. You know, like someone yelling at me at a gas station or something like that. But if it's my family, I just take a deep breath. And then, again, the tools that we talked about, um, you know, it's not worth worth going down for. So if I take that deep breath and realize where I'm at, typically I can respond in a joyful, appreciative response which then affects them as we talked about the last one um in a non-judgmental way and um it really as i said it's just um it's powerful because it is not worth getting in the argument especially with your family members over the holidays um it's it's just not worth it so uh for as you said david going down our spiral but for those that are not um or are new to your your teachings down the spiral is is the lower vibe anger um judgment fear and um depression sadness those those feelings are down the spiral moments and that's when you really can get into those really awful discussions of as you spoke of earlier um someone just canceling you out. I don't want to be your friend anymore. You know, I don't, I mean, I've seen families even break up over discussions that were not worth that trip down the spiral. Yeah. Well, and everybody digs in and has to be right. And all the egos mm -hmm. kick in and suddenly, you know, relationships end and it's, it's too bad. 
But, you know, when I went through that experience where I was, quote unquote, canceled by a couple of people, I got clarity on what level of friendship I really had. Right. The first thing I thought was, wow, if you can you know, block me on Facebook because I think it's OK to maintain a friendship with somebody with different political views, uh, were we even good friends to begin with? And are you someone I really need in my life? I had to ask those questions, and I, and I got clarity on that stuff. I, you know, and I always say clarity is my favorite thing on the planet. <laughs> my favorite manifestation of all is clarity. When I really get clear on, on what's going on and, 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 and uh, you know, what my bubble of reality is producing for me, I love that. And that's what my bubble of reality produced in, in that interaction. And, and there are no accidents. So I posted something that triggered a couple of people. I got clarity on the types of friends they really were for me. And it was a perfect manifestation, the yes. perfect scenario. Yeah. So the, everything operates like that. Every little nuance of life really does operate like that. We don't pay attention to it. We think so many things are just happenstance and you know just a coincidence and things like that. But when you really get into vibrational flow and really start understanding law of attraction um, on a much deeper level, because the, the, popular version of law of attraction uh, is sort of hit and miss for most people. You know, you, you don't just sit around and dream things up and they pop, you pop up in your uh, front yard. And I was reading uh, somehow uh, I, I was looking for something over the weekend, looking somebody up and uh, it was about law of attraction and this law of attraction skeptic came up. So I started reading it for a couple of minutes and I, it is the psychologist that is you know, doing all this work to disprove the law of attraction. And I thought, wow, this person has no clue what law of attraction is really about. <laughs> but that's, that goes back to creating a bubble of reality. This, this psychologist has created a bubble of reality where law of attraction is completely a hoax. And he can gather the evidence to support his bubble of reality. And you can watch just about any documentary if it's well done and see the perspective of the person producing the documentary, but that doesn't mean you have to agree with all of it. Exactly. Yeah, something the stream said recently about polarization, and, and of course we see a lot of evidence of polarization in, in our society these days, and it's very prevalent on our planet, of course, uh, and it always will be to some degree, but it's, it's playing out in such an extreme way right now because we're so polarized and really low vibrational thought causes you to scatter to a corner and take a side. If you think about it, it's all fear-based, lower vibrational thought that would cause you to, to get into a camp and just stay there and assign yourself to a set of beliefs, whereas maybe all of those beliefs aren't your beliefs. Right. I just see a lot of gray in the world. You know, there's, there's never been a... a a situation that I just agreed 100% with, with a per, another person or especially a party, you know, if you're talking about politics or anything else, you know, I see good and, and less than good in everything. And you have to just make your own choices. And, and it, at best, I think we're our own independent thinkers and we're not just scattering to a corner, but that's my judgment, right? <laughs> <laughs> no, but I, I, I agree with you on that point because I do believe that we are here to decide what's best for us and, and using our critical thinking skills that we've been taught and have, we have a mind to choose what is best for us. Because even in the Taya practice and all the people I've met through that and into mastery, we all have our unique way of doing things. And that's what's so beautiful about it is because there is no wrong or right we all have our unique way of doing it, of, of our of practicing Taya. And that is um, true. It is very, and it's very individualized, especially once you get into the more advanced uh, mastery level of it. It's very individualized. Yeah. And yet we all have different views, but respect and are open to listening to other people's views, which is the zoomed out perspective. There Indeed, no the, the zoomed out perspective yes. is, is, is as little polarity as we can find in a physical realm. It is, so, it is that level of source consciousness that's available to all of us that we can do a little bit of work. In fact, I'll give you my source guided, uh, my source connect meditation at the end of the broadcast. I'm going to give you a number that you can text everybody listening and receive a free uh, download of a guided meditation that is a source connect meditation. And zooming out is, is something that we do 
in the Thai practice where we align our thinking with that of source because source is part of all of us. And we have that available to us, but you've got to remove all fear and judgment to get there. And we are, we are fed such a heavy dose of fear and judgment in our world <laughs> yeah. that it takes some work to detune all that stuff to be able to do it. But once you can, the clarity is, is amazing. Absolutely amazing. So let's take a break and when we get back, we'll uh, go over those last two and we'll wrap this up for the holidays. We'll be right back with Carrie King. The Taya practice is changing lives all over the world. Listen to what just a few of our Taya Bootcamp graduates have to say. I'm so comfortable in my skin and who I am that it just has completely changed my world. It's amazing. I'm so full of joy and clarity every day to feel this good and this amazing. I, as I said, there's, there's no words. I can't stress enough how wonderful this program is. I was living in fear. My life felt like it was a constant groundhog day. Every morning I woke up, I felt, oh, here we go again, you know. This is the first time I feel like I took control of my own life. Probably the best thing ever is that I've always dreamed of this kind of life, and now I am living it. I'm creating it, and it's not a dream anymore. It's reality. It's time to awaken to abundance with the Taya practice and Taya Bootcamp. Visit thestreamofdavid.com forward slash TYA today to learn more about the Taya practice and book your free discovery meeting. We are back with Carrie King talking about our top five tips for navigating the holidays in high vibration. I think I called something different every time, right? So (laughs) number, number four is, uh, intend the best possible outcome. That's my advice to everyone always about everything. Best possible outcome, set an intention for the best possible outcome, because so often in life, the universe knows what we ultimately want. And because we don't completely trust the universe, sometimes we start manifesting something that is a lesser version of, we're sort of renegotiating our dreams And we start to manifest that lesser version of, and then it doesn't come to fruition. And then we think that it's a failure or it didn't happen, or we go down our spiral over it. Where in reality, we're moving through this up and down vibrational flow, and we will manifest sort of this trial balloon, if you will, or this renegotiated manifestation that seems like we're getting what we want, and then it evaporates somehow. And if we let that take us down the spiral and we stay down there on that topic, we may never see that thing that we wanted to manifest. Whereas if we simply intend the best possible outcome and something flows through and it seems like we're heading in the right direction, but it's not quite coming to fruition yet, and we simply appreciate the process, go back up in vibration where all the solutions to everything are, then we are not we're not judging that as a failure and we're allowing the universe to continue the creative process. Very often this more complicated creative process occurs with things that we really, 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 really want the big job promotion, the new business, the the pregnancy, uh, you know, the, the more money, the, you know, loving relationship, those big things and the reason that they take longer and the only reason that they take longer is because we revisit them again through different periods of vibrational flow. So sometimes we're up and we're, we're in high vibration and we're trusting and we're believing and it's, it's on its way. And then vibrational flow takes us down. We revisit the topic and then we wonder where it is and we get impatient and why hasn't this come yet? What am I doing wrong? And all of that sort of thing that actually creates static in the vibration. But ultimately that will allow us to create a more perfect version of whatever big thing it is that we want. That's the only reason big things take longer is because we think about them too much. The little stuff that we just don't care about just comes so easily. You know, we had this, um, uh, we, we ordered a piece of marble to be cut for a, a bar here in the house. And when we originally went in, she said, Oh, you know, due to COVID, we're not going to be able to get this until probably January of next year. 
And, you know, we've been living with it for six months now. So we're like, yeah, that's fine. Who cares if we have to wait till January? No big deal. We literally forgot about it. And it was funny. We had said something. Oh, it would be nice to have the bar finished for the holidays because we're having people over for Thanksgiving. Well, she called Friday. It's ready. We only got it this morning. So we, what we weren't wanting it. We didn't care whether we got it or not. Therefore, it manifested and it's here and it's beautiful. But I think if we were really bummed about it and upset, we would have probably had to wait until January. Oh, yeah. That's exciting. Um, and, and those are the best surprises when you, when you uh, least expect them, I think. Yep. Yeah, and the ones that you even forgot that you wanted. Yes. You, <laughs> Which is nice. You, it is so nice. And you set that intention. And as you said, you were going to still have Thanksgiving and entertain regardless. So you didn't even think about it. And now here it is. And it all worked out. So, yeah, intention setting is huge. I set intentions before I do everything. In the morning, the first thing I do when I wake up is I do my meditation. And then I set the intention to just um, have a great day, period, regardless. I just set the intention I'm going to have a great day. But I set the intention before I get in the car, before I make a meal, before I eat the meal. So, yes, definitely, um, I think that's a big one for the holidays is just setting that intention that if you get to go to a holiday party, because um, some states can and some can't. So if you get to go physically, you know, set the intention that and be appreciative that you get to go and and plan on, like you said, David, have the best highest solution or, or highest intention that everything is going to be great because you get to visit. And then if you can't because of COVID, um, hopefully you got creative and are going to have some type of either FaceTime or Zoom meeting or something. And again, just coming into that meeting with the intention to, to visit with your loved ones and um, have a great visit. It, it really is... Uh, works intention setting really works yeah especially when you do the work to get your vibe up because your yes. your manifestation stream if you will moves a lot faster when you clean up your vibration and raise your default vibration things just come faster and you need to be more intentional because everything comes faster the good stuff and then the unwanted stuff can come faster too if you're not mindful of your intention that's why intention is a component of taya we want to be very intentional about what we want in our lives, but not so intentional that we need the specific thing on the specific date because the universe does not always operate on our timeline. And we have to, to realize that. So the last one is being offended is a choice. And we have to remember that. And I'm always amazed at how often people are into spirituality and they're in the closet about it. Very often, uh, you know, we do uh, in the Facebook group, we do this big welcome for people and we'll tag them in the welcome. And every once in a while, we'll get a, a message. Oh, don't tag me. I don't want my friends to know I'm in your group. <laughs> like, really? <laughs> but I see that a lot. A lot of people are really in the closet with their spiritual beliefs because their fear, they fear being judged by their family and friends for being into something like this, even though they're really into it. And they talk about how it changes their lives. And it's amazing that they don't want anyone to know what they're doing. And it's, it's that someone's going to judge me and I'm going to be offended by it. But if you think about it, if you're not concerned about being offended, then you're really not worried about the judgment of others. And what I wrote was, if you are a confident, if you are confident in your being, the judgment from others has no power. So if you are truly confident in, in who and what you are, and you've shed that need to be right, you've done all these other things, you've detuned judgment, you, you don't let yourself just go racing down the spiral from anything, then that, that being offended mechanism, that trigger, is going to go away naturally. Because you're not judging, you're not worried about the judgment of others. That's, that's the magic of not judging, is suddenly you're not so worried about being judged. And trust me, this is coming from someone who spent years in the closet. I knew that I was, I didn't know what it was called, but I knew I was a channel my whole life. I knew I had information coming to me since the time I was a teenager that wasn't necessarily available to everyone. 
and, or the same at the same level that was available to me. And I kept that hidden until, gosh, my late 40s. So I, re- I, I recall being very in the closet about it, especially in my 30s. And then when I got in my 40s, I started talking to other people about it. But I didn't say that I was a channel. I didn't do that until I was in my late 40s, that I came out of the closet as a channel. So I understand it. But in doing this work in the Thai practice and doing these five things, you can start working on all of these things in your life. And when something offends you, stop and ask yourself, why is that offending me? Am I judging it? Am I concerned with it? Usually it's, it's we feel like we're being judged and we're offended that we're being judged. But when you, when you get past that judgment vibration where you're no longer, I, I don't want to say that you're no longer judgmental. We're all discerners of preference, but not judging other people's uh, experience as far as needing them to agree with us or behave in a way that pleases us or the way that we want to be. When we stop doing that, that, that goes a long way toward detuning judgment in your life. Yeah, that, that's powerful, David. Um, and it just made me think about um, myself prior to uh, boot camp and learning these things. Um, I would probably termed myself a people pleaser. So I was, I was, it was more fear, not so much of them judging me, but wanting that need to be that I wanted them to like me. I wanted everyone to, um, to be my friend, so to speak. And so when you let go of that, um, actually it, it, it's almost in the reverse when you let go of that and, and don't feel that need, you really do become this confident person in yourself. And then if they don't like you or want to judge you, that's fine. You just, you know, you allow them to have that judgment. Um, it's, it's very freeing though, when you, you're really more of who you are, you're more, um, comfortable in your skin, so to speak, when you don't have that fear of, being offended or offending someone else. And uh, it, that all leads back to the, to the beginning that need to be right. (laughs) Right. It's like, it doesn't matter. This is who I am and they can judge me or not. It's okay. Either way. Very good points. Yeah. Very good points. So the, yeah, the idea of, of, and we, we talked about cancel culture earlier that's what cancel culture is rooted in is that, you know, you've said something that's offended me. Well, why has it offended you? Very often we get offended because somebody says something that's different than what we believe, or they're criticizing us in some way or doing which is rooted in judgment. So if you detune fear and judgment, fear and judgment, fear and judgment, and you continually work through your life that way, where it's less and less and less of, a, of an active vibration in you, then all of these things start to sort of surface on their own and start to evolve for you. So Taya is all about detuning fear and judgment and allowing trust. So in doing that, you can, just to summarize here in our last few minutes, stop needing to be right. You can detune judgment. You can stop and ask, is this worth going down my spiral over? You can set an intention for the best possible outcome for everything and then trust that what you're receiving is the best possible outcome, even if it doesn't seem like it in the moment. Because when you flow through that, and, and if you really have an, an, oh, well, that wasn't, obviously that wasn't meant for me attitude, you know, the next one's coming, you will move through that period. And, and those of us that have lived a few decades can look back through our lives and, re- and think about these things that turned out to be blessings in disguise. I hear that all the time. I'm so glad I didn't do X, Y, Z, because then that opened up space for this. And that's vibrational flow at play. So that's, that's, um, those are our five tips. <laughs> Is there anything yes. you want to add to that, Gary? I love it. And, and it just, again, it's so freeing and, um, it, it will make your holiday time with your family and friends and just the holiday season, which can be stressful in itself to let go of all of that and just really enjoy Enjoy this Thanksgiving and we get to have a nice meal together. And, you know, as you said, that all the holidays are coming up. It's a beautiful way to move into that versus what society's taught us to be fearful. 
to be fearful, to be right, to get into these arguments. No, just go, relax, have an, have an enjoying visit with whoever you're going to see and set that intention for the best possible outcome. Yeah, and then the the bonus uh, to all of this, too, I'll give you a bonus tip, is don't place so much pressure on holidays. Right. If you haven't learned that, I think most people listening to this have already figured that out. But in case you haven't, uh, especially during COVID and the election, all the things going on here in the United States and the holidays coming up, uh, or wherever you are, because we we have unrest uh, all over the world, and the whole world is watching our election, Um, the, the... the, the, the placing of extra pressure for the holidays to be, quote unquote, perfect, uh, you're setting yourself up for, again, disappointment rather than just flowing through whatever experience is and appreciating whatever experience is. And remember to find gratitude for everything. And when you do that, you're automatically experiencing more joy regardless of what's going on, even if you're alone. If you're going to be alone during the holidays learning to flow through that without the judgment of being alone. Oh, that's beautiful, David. Yeah. Yeah. So to wrap up, I uh, do want to invite all of you to text this number, text the word AWAKEN, A-W-A-K-E-N, to 760-284-7665, and that will give you a link to our free guided meditation, Source Connect. And that is all about zooming out to that source perspective. And a lot of people use this all the time. And certainly the more you practice this guided meditation, the more you can attune your mind to that, um, the energetic realm, which it's all channeled. So everything that you're listening to is channeled from the stream and it takes you on this magical journey to source. And it's amazing and people love it. So make sure you text AWAKEN to 760-284-7665 and you'll get that and you'll get some other free uh, Taya tools as well. Carrie, I just want to thank you so much for being on. I knew that you would be a a great guest to have to talk about these things because you've applied this stuff in your life and you've had some major life experiences with Taya practice that have gone very differently for you than as you have said that they would have otherwise. So you're a great representative of the community and um, just a great user of the tools. So thank you. Well, thank you, David. Um, It sure has. It has absolutely changed my life and um, my relationships with all the people that I love and that love me have have greatly improved. And um, again, I'm meeting new people all the time because I'm just happy and clear and joyful. And that in itself brings in new people that are, um, want to know why I'm so happy. Yeah. You're, you're <laughs> attracting your vibrational match. And that's what this is all about. Yeah. Thank you again, Carrie. I appreciate it. Thank you all for listening. I'm excited to share with you that we are returning to live in-person events in 2022. Our first event will be our Los Angeles summit on January 15th, 2022, starting at 10 a.m. Pacific and lasting until 3 p.m. If you've attended one of our virtual events on Zoom, you know the magnitude of the super vibes that we create in these interactions. You know how deep we go into the stream's teachings and how your life can forever be changed in one powerful collective consciousness event. I'm so excited that we're getting together in person to take this to another level. So visit thestreamofdavid.com forward slash events to learn more and to secure your seat. Again, that's thestreamofdavid.com forward slash events. I look forward to seeing you there.